1: Now, most of us have been embracing loungewear in lockdown and the thought of wearing jeans may seem unappealing, but it seems the skinny jeans are on the way out and the number one trend for this year in jeans is baggy style. As well as that, the jumpsuit is very much still in vogue and now that it's spring, I think it's time we inject a little colour into our wardrobes and Maria Macklin, our image consultant from House of Colour, is with me to talk all things style. How are we doing, Maria?
2: Good morning Sinead, very well thanks I was, I'm like you, i love to see the sun
1: out today I do love to see the sun out and in spirit of you joining me on the show I'm wearing the brightest pink jumper that I could find because as you very uh, wisely coached me uh, through this this is definitely a colour that works for me so I'm wearing it in the spirit of our chat today Excellent. Uh, Now <laughs> loungewear is here to stay Maria and I'm seeing a lot on the high street stocking you know the oversized jumper alongside restrictive kind of more relaxed tailoring uh, so comfort is King, it still seems. Yes,
2: it seems that that is the case. Yes, Sinead. I'm looking at all of the new in the, the new stocks on, in some of the shops online, and yes, it seems to be that loungewear is a thing. Some of it is a little bit tailored, mm. so it's not completely um, shapeless, but there there is a lot of comfort wear. Elasticated waists are in, um, oversized hoodies are in. So there's a lot of wear that that, in in my opinion, and this might be controversial doesn't do a lot for the wearer often. Often. No not
1: always but often yeah I, I don't I, I completely agree with you there I like for me, this kind of stuff is grand if you are kind of doing a nothing day and you want to just be a bit slouchy and kind of you know relaxing around the house. I just don't think I could wear a lot of this all of the time now I do like some of them as you mentioned there it's kind of that looser tailoring which you can kind of maybe wear for work but I think you know oversized jumper and the loose tailoring is not really going to work together for me. that's me personally anyway.
2: Yes, and for a lot of people, we lose the sense of you. If yeah. all we see are your clothes, then we don't see you at all. And some clothes swamp the wearer so much that they draw—they often draw attention and make people look bigger than they are. They, they make people look a bit more sloppy than they are and slouchy. And as you say, once you dress with intent and if you make your mind up that you're going to attack your day or you need to do something, the better you dress, the more productive you're going to be and lots and lots of research shows that time and time again.
1: Yes, and we, we have spoken about that before. It really yeah. does. Um, now, I'm a fan of the skinny jean. I wasn't initially when they first came out, but I do have a few pairs. But baggy jeans are back for 2021. They are sort of a key look for denim this year. What's going on with denim, first of all?
2: Well, denim. Denim is, a, is an interesting one. Um, jeans, jeans are probably the most democratic piece of clothing ever, because everybody, almost everybody, at, at any one time in the world, at, at any one time of the day, half of the world's population is wearing a pair of jeans.
1: That is amazing to think that, actually, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's a very democratic piece of clothing. You can't really tell what, where somebody is or their status or their social status or their work position when they're wearing a pair of jeans, so it's a great leveller. So, so jeans are great. Jeans have been around for a very, very long time and they originated as workwear. For a lot of people, because of the denim, denim is is cotton um, with an indigo dye. It was originally put in with an indigo dye and it's very hard-wearing cotton and so often it feels quite harsh and not as comfortable as some of the loungewear that we've just spoken about. So jeans are... um, more tricky to wear, I suppose, mm. because they're not always comfortable. The skinny jean, trends tend to last for about seven years and the skinny jean has been there for that long, maybe maybe even a bit longer, but that tends to be where you see a trend. Um, and while fashion will dictate what's in or what's out, and I've said this to you before too, in my opinion, when you find a style that works for you and you can pull it off, I don't think we need to be dictated too strongly by fashion because fashion seasons...
1: Yes. come and go they come know. and go and you know I'm yeah. I'm relieved because I don't know if I can work this baggy dream uh, trend it seems like yeah. the 90s kind of style is, is definitely coming back but there are these kind of ones where they're kind of going to they're almost like a culotte aren't they
2: yes you have a wide leg there's a wide leg shorter one um, and you have, I mean, if you look at jeans, you have boyfriend jeans, you have girlfriend jeans, you have flares, you have boot cut, you have a kick flare, you have a big flare, you have baggy, you, you know, you have short, you've, you've all sorts. Yes. So really, my advice is what I what I always say to my clients is fit your jeans, make sure they fit from the waist to your mid tie. That is the most important part that your jean has to fit. Because if you're not comfortable there, if you can't sit and if you can't move in your jeans, then they're not comfortable. If they gape when you sit down so you can see down the back, you know, all of those things Mm.
1: are important.
2: Understand the rise that works for you and your unique rise is an inch below your belly, belly button. So you need to measure from the crotch seam up to your belly button and that's your rise and your unique rise will be up to your belly button. You may decide for comfort, to go an inch below that. And that's usually your comfortable rise. So once you understand that measurement, then you can shop online. Oh,
1: okay. People, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. this is always the danger with, with online as well. And it's something that maybe so, at times I would shy away from because I like to fit on a pair of jeans. I like to kind of see, feel how they look, all of that before I, before I do it. So that's really interesting. So this little measurement will help us.
2: That's, that's, that's your unique rise. From, your, from the seat, the crotch seam up to your belly button. And then some people like to go a little bit below that for comfort. Um, some people, th- What happens with some people who have to have uh, a stomach that is in the way, if you go too low, then that creates a muffin top.
1: Yes, so you we don't want that. you have to
2: go up as far as your belly button. The other thing to measure is your torso, because you're, if you go for high-waisted, you might be shortening your torso. So for me, I have a short torso. I don't like high-waisted. I can see where the comfort is. But I don't like them on me because they make my torso look even shorter. So I tend to wear a hip hip rise or a, a lower rise than that. So that's important. If you have, um, as we said before, uh, clutter. At your stomach, clutter. Okay. I, have, I
1: have a lot of clutter. And I actually have a great <laughs> pair on today. And uh, they cover all the clutter, which is what you want.
2: Yeah, and that's genes and that's now. The technology in jeans now is such that they, they're made to hold you in, which is great. But if you want to draw the eye away from your clutter, then put detail at your leg. I have a split seam, you know, this, the ones with the slit up the front. Oh, yeah. Have a pair of those. Do a kick so that the balance, so you're balancing your hip area with detail at the bottom. You know, think about where you want the eye to go. And so you can add details other places or make sure that the eye is drawn away from that area.
1: Oh Maria all great tips and I love that idea of the kick at the end but tell me about uh, jeans because we're Levi, Levi's the first company to make jeans or how did jeans come into our wardrobes because if you, like I don't think there's anybody that doesn't have a pair of jeans out there
2: Interesting jeans were were originally trousers but they were they were dyed blue with indigo dye What Levi did was they patented the rivets so the rivets that we have on pockets and around our jeans so that the jeans don't fall apart That's what Levi did. Levi was a fabric wholesaler and there was a a chap called Jacob Davis who was the tailor and he patented this sturdy, riveted pair of trousers that were suitable for workwear. They originally came out in brown duck and blue denim, but denim was the one that prevailed. And from 1895 to 1911, they were largely for workwear. Oshkosh, Wrangler, Lee, all of those names that we know are familiar with all started manufacturing jeans in that at that time, and um, during World War One, actually, Lee was the manufacturer of jeans for all war workers. Wow! Lee jeans. So then, of course, film comes in because always this, uh, this always what happens and, and what makes fashion fashion. So um, John Wayne and Gary Cooper were the first two to wear them in film as, as cowboys. And so jeans on cowboys became romanticised and that's when they started to make their way into normal wear and women started to wear them also in the 1930s, actresses for casual wear. So they became more of a, a casual wear garment. It's the same as everything. Yeah. A lot of clothes started work wear. Um, and then in the 50s, James Dean and Marlon Brando were associated with jeans, and it, they became sort of anti-establishment and and a bit rebellious. Oh yeah, They're they all, did yeah, totally. Yes, the, yeah, yeah, and very cool teenage idols. Yes. And in the in the sixties and seventies, in the sixties particularly, they were banned in in the states. In particular, they were wow. banned from schools, so you couldn't wear them to school. And that that of course gave them a an enhanced status. <laughs> you know, if you ban something, what are you going to do? I want I want a pair, so they became a symbol of counterculture and also. And um, hippies, anti-war protesters, feminists, women's lib, all of those people started to wear jeans. So they kind of um, showed equality and uh, uh, support for the underdog and all of that. And, and it wasn't until the 70s that they became a high fashion
1: Garment. Wow. Okay, that's a fascinating history of something that we just wear all the time and we take I for know. for granted.
2: You know, we, it's, do we it's take them ha- for granted. The first pair on the on the runway, Calvin Klein was the first person to put a pair on the runway in 1976.
1: Wow. Okay. So he made then a, a fashion item, as you say. Now you mentioned yeah. something there about workwear becoming fashion. That leads me kind of nicely to a jumpsuit
2: because yeah. I have a feeling this originated in a in a workshop as well. It did. So it's a boiler suit. I mean, if you look at boiler suits in garages, mechanics all wear them. Uh, you know, so yes, it, it, it they originated as a boiler suit. Again, this looks like it's going to be another trend. I mean, jumpsuits have been around now for several years, and they're continuing. So they're still on the. If you look at if you go onto a website and look at occasion wear, you see dresses and you see jumpsuits. Yeah, it's really interesting how they've made their way into occasion wear. They also work for casual wear so there are relaxed versions which look more like boiler suits and again depending on your style profile you may prefer those if you're a very feminine someone who loves dresses and skirts and femininity then you won't so you really need to understand what works for you but there are jumpsuits for every occasion
1: and what about every size because now a jumpsuit is something i would shy away from i think oh god it's not going to suit me what about people with clutter now (laughs) maria like we mentioned would it work
2: for all shapes but they do. There are jumpsuits for all shapes. There are wrap necklines. There are sweetheart necklines. There are button up necklines. So there is. there are jumpsuits for all shapes. It depends on the fabric. Um, okay. So you need a skimming fabric rather than one that adds clutter. So for me, I don't add clutter to my tummy area either. So I, I make sure that the area is free of pockets. It's free of gaps. It's free of pleats. And you do the same thing for a jumpsuit that you do for the rest of your clothes. You draw the eye to the bits you want to enhance and you draw it away from the bits you don't. There's a multitude of jumpsuits out there in colours, in styles and in fabric types. There's something for everybody. There are tailored ones. And as I said, there are more casual ones. Yeah, so there's only lots only do- probably. You know, what you need to do is make sure you don't stand behind a woman wearing a jumpsuit when you're in your queue for the leash, because it'll take
1: quite <laughs> 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 yes. I have had that moment where the person's like, "Just, I need to help you." Uh, yeah. Less said about that, the better. Now we are in springtime, which means let's get some color. Let's get some color injected into our lives. Uh, what about people who are, you know, confident of wearing uh, color? Now I would wear, like I said to you, you know, I have the fairly bright pink on today, and I know you very much encouraged me before to put this kind of pink with a bottle green colour, something I never would have tried, but it's it works so well. What can we do for people that like a bit of colour, but want to mix things up a little bit?
2: Mix things up how? You want to,
1: want to wear several colours? Yeah, maybe several colours. How can we do that?
2: What I normally do, well, it depends on how, how confident you are wearing colour. When my clients come here first and they start to wear colour, I suggest to them to wear two neutrals. So two softer colours, a Mm -hmm. a black, navy, grey, cream, and then add a pop of colour till they get a bit more confident. So the pop of colour might just be a scarf, it might be a belt, it might be shoes, it might be a smaller amount. Wearing some colour palettes work better with tonal. Okay. For me, my colour palette is soft and there's another cool soft colour palette and they look great in lots of the same colour but different shades. So I'll often wear a lighter blue with a darker blue and then a a warm navy as well. So that tonal looks good for some colour palettes. Contrast looks better for others. Start small, take baby steps, go up to a 50%. I always suggest that people should wear at least one neutral because that keeps you grounded and it keeps you from looking like um, you're trying too hard yeah. <laughs> you Lose a bit of credibility when you go out in too much colour. That's what we do for leisure wear and beach wear. So if you want to carry a wee bit of formality or you want to be a wee bit grounded or have some gravitas, at least one neutral is good. So today I'm wearing cream trousers, um, but everything else is a bit of colour.
1: Okay and yeah so what about people because I've seen people who wear you know these amazing like uh, brightly coloured all in one like they're like a suit like uh, you might see them coming along might be wearing them maybe for a wedding or something like that and it's this real bright kind of pink trousers and a pink blazer which a lot of people can pull off. Are you saying no to that then?
2: No I'm not saying no okay. to that. I'm saying as your confidence moves up absolutely be visible the biggest thing for women particularly is that they tend to want to blend in or they feel the need to blend in. I'm saying no, absolutely not. If you have the confidence to wear colour, you go and wear colour. Absolutely wear colour, but make sure you understand the right shades for you.
1: And that's where you come in. Absolutely. And we've spoken about that. If people want to get in touch with you, they can do that as well. Uh, Now for yourself, Maria, at this time of the year, do you sort of refresh the wardrobe? Do you like to kind of inject new styles around this time of the
2: year? I'm I'm very sustainable with my wardrobe Sinead so my wardrobe lasts me for a very long time. I have bought one thing this year so far and um, it'll be coming up in a reel this week probably. When I shop for something new I make sure it has lots of friends in my wardrobe already yes. to play with so that I can do an awful lot with it because I'm, I'm really always conscious about the maker and how it's made and the sustainability. Um, I run several detox programs with my clients, I'm doing one at the moment actually and I would suggest that you need to visit your wardrobe twice a year. Mm -hmm. One of my colleagues has called the clothes in your wardrobe, uh, treat them as you would treat employees. Oh, right. (laughs) If they're not working for you or you're not getting getting the the value from them, you make them redundant, you need to move them out. (laughs) And you need to programme manage, you know, you need to manage like a performance management review, do a review on your wardrobe twice a year, I would suggest and systematically go through the things that you're not wearing I would also suggest that don't wear things because they're there. Mm. That you're wearing them out of guilt. You don't want to be empowering yourself. It, 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 it's disempowering to wear things out of guilt. So if they're not working for you,
1: donate them. Move them on. Donate yeah. them. Yes, there's plenty Move of people, people who would love something that you don't love, and that's the whole yeah. point of this as well. Yeah. Maria, as always, thank you so much for joining me on the show. You're welcome, Sinead. Lovely to talk. You too, you too. Maria Macklin, you can find her Instagram, Facebook. She's all over social media. Unlocking Your Style, that's where you'll find her.
0: Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th, one-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration Event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.